0: But you know, you would think that they don't want the kids to bring these things to school. (laughs) That's one less thing they're gonna get robbed for. That's one less thing that they're gonna be paying attention to their fucking schoolwork with. Because here you think they're doing their schoolwork on the iPad, but they're playing their Fortnights and shit like that (laughs) on their Facebook. Or, or they're uh, it's IGing or Snapchatting. Yeah, or, exactly. You know, so um, pornhubbing. porn yeah, Pornhub <laughs> at, <laughs> at twelve. Man, imagine we had the internet back in the day, man. Growing Dude, up, five I old, growing up. Ooh. I would, I would, I would never bust it enough to Barbara Eden. <laughs> shout out to I Dream a Genie for anybody that doesn't know who Barbara, Barbara Eden is. Man. <laughs> You wait for that. You were sitting home waiting for that one moment when Marianne would pop up on fucking Gilligan's Island. You're like, all right, it's my time. I'm ready. (laughs) (laughs) Rub this out real quick.
1: What's up, everybody? Harrick and BX here, and welcome back to Verbally Challenge. got a couple of guests here with me today, and let's say what's up. First up, Frogman78, what's happening, Pop?
2: What's going on, guys? Thank you very much for having me on today, man. I really enjoyed it. Thank you very much.
1: Oh, no problem. You're very welcome, man. Thank you for joining me. All right, next up, making his very first appearance here on Verbally Challenge, I got the one and only Dust Mites.
0: Yo, what's up, everybody? <laughs> Might be my first and last appearance. I don't know. Let's see what happens tonight. So there is sometimes I could be verbally challenged. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, the words do get a little challenging, a little slurring.
1: <laughs> oh, no problem. No problem. I, I'll join you there. I'm, I'm having a few drinks here myself. So don't worry yeah. about it. We're going to be nice vacation, and toasty.
0: But... the vacation tour. Yeah,
1: that's right. That's right. You're doing the podcast or how is vacation going so far?
0: Uh, very uneventful, other than uh, my nights have been very eventful because, you know, I've been doing a bunch of podcasting shows and hangouts with the realm and, you know, chilling out. And So my evenings have been eventful, and my daytime has been a lot of couch time and a lot of TV, catching up on movies and just chilling, relaxing. Staycation is what it's supposed to be. You stay put.
1: Exactly. That's what and I was that, about to say. That's what it's all about. I
0: mean, you said today, keep the tempo, slow to tempo. You know, slow and low is the tempo. Yeah, oh, yeah man throw some beastie boy lyrics in there <laughs> uh,
1: man. nice man nice That's well that's what it's supposed to be relaxing i've been still enjoying vacation as well i go back well by the time this gets published i'll be going back tomorrow because this goes out on monday so i know monday night i'm gonna be fucking crying and dreading it you know what i'm saying but it is what it is a nice you know two plus weeks off uh, i can't really complain Yeah, that's That's, t- that's, a week. that's nice
2: after two weeks, man, it
1: is kind of rough to get back
2: yeah.
0: in the groove, bro. <laughs> I took two weeks off. The fucking place and burn down.
2: Oh yeah. shit! <laughs> it wouldn't it, be
0: worth going back because it, I would have to fix everything, you know. So sometimes it's just not worth it to take that much time off. But yeah, I go back Monday myself, but I'm off Tuesday. So at least I go back for a day and then I could chill out for a day afterwards. Oh, okay. So
1: also oh, go back a day, off a day, yeah, and then my
0: you, regular days off for Tuesday. Then back on the grind. Okay, yep. I
1: hear you. And the same thing, dude, that's what I'm actually dreading because I I enjoy my work. It's not the work that kills me, but, you know, my coverage isn't the greatest, so I'm going to go back to a mess, and it's probably going to take me a week, week and a half, probably, to clean it all up By the time all of a sudden.
0: Well, you know, I'm in a new store now, so, you know, I got a pretty decent team, but I don't know what I'm going to be walking into, who's going to be quitting, who's not there no more, who got fired, who's doing this, who's doing that, who called out, Mm -hmm. you know, so you never know what, what, what you go back to, and usually the day back is usually it goes so fast because your head's and you're catching up with this, you're hearing about that. This one's talking about this, this one's complaining about that. You're getting your ass chewed out for something from the uppers when you weren't even there, you know. So uh just,
1: that's right, you're in a new place, so you're you're yeah. not even you're still learning like the new employees that are there that yeah. you're working with yep. you, and their cadences, so you don't know like basically. It's all a like, new
0: team, like, and yeah. you know, we we're very small team whatsoever as it is, and we have some we had our regular night crew guy, he's been out for a month, he had a gallbladder surgery, so um, you know, things have just been I've been picking up a lot of the slack with the team, you know, because the en- the engine's not going on all cylinders right now, you know? So what you have to do is just get in there and get your hands dirty and try to make it happen, you know? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Cool. This is the time you do realize that, you know, in a retail environment, your night crew is your backbone. Your night crew sets the tempo. Mm-hmm. So always treat your night crew right, you know, and they'll treat you right, you know, just unfortunately right now our night crew is not 100% because of the guy is out for like... Uh, six, six to eight weeks i think oh wow yeah well, as soon as i got there he left <laughs> I, like, I boy, you, what I, he, they were joking with me boy you're, you're just making them all go quit right they're all leaving <laughs> got here man all i did was change one thing
1: <laughs> <laughs> i know the the store you were at sometimes i know you'd get in there like very early so you'd kind of be overseeing the night crew and helping like them get the things ready for like the day stuff i yeah. have you had the opportunity to do that here at the new place. I don't
0: have to do it. There was no reason to do it. You know, over there, I had to do it because it was a different uh, uh, circumstance during the day. My store is a busier store, but we don't have in this store what we had in the other store, which was the shop at home program where people do the Internet shopping. We pick their orders and then we deliver. So it's a it's more of a demanding store that way. where you have to make sure your shelves are 100 percent in the morning just so these shoppers could pick and deliver, you know? Yeah. So it's just, it was a different type of flow. So yeah, so it's like I'm no I'm no stranger to night crew problems. You know what I mean? Yeah. Cuz uh, my last door there were some night crew issues too. Constant call outs and no shows and shit like that. But it's good not to be able to not have to get up 3 in the morning anymore to go yeah. in at at 5. It's yeah, a good thing. Get to sleep a little bit late. Nothing wrong with that. Well, it's 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 finding a, a life balance, you know, does your Something,
1: schedule fluctuate much there? Like now, like does the do the hours? It's different? Pretty,
0: no, it's pretty. It's pretty much pretty much straightforward. It's pretty much the same straight through. And um, because I set that pretty much. And then, you know, certain like my days off are set and then my closing is now set. But now we we're having staffing issues. So sometimes my closing will shift from, say, Thursday to sometimes I have to close on a Saturday to help out and stuff like that. So all right, because oh, the store is cool. down management also. Oh. So you know, everybody's picking up the slack, man. Well, new well, direction. The, the new direction. Yeah,
1: when and you and you are used to doing that as like the manager anyway, like helping out the other members of your team yeah, when they need you have it.
0: To. Yeah. You have to be there for them, man. You can't be you can't you can't manage a team from sitting upstairs in an office. Yeah. You oh, know, okay. that you know, that's 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 a boss, you know. <laughs> I don't want to be a boss, I'm a leader, you know. <laughs> There's a big difference.
1: There, there is. There definitely is. All right. And Frogman, how you been, man? It's been a couple of weeks since you've been on the show. How's things going with you?
2: Oh, pretty good, man. You know, things at work have been pretty okay. Uh, nothing I can't handle. Do the typical construction stuff. Personal life is just, I'm here, man. You know, at home, doing what I got to do here. You know, keeping things together and paying the bills. And that's it, man. And just hanging out with the realm, brother. That's about it. All
1: right. Yep. That's what I did this morning, man. I, you know, been on vacation, but today was a uh, payday for me. Oh, and. And Jesse, and then I was like, I told her I was like, easy come, easy go, you know, <laughs> you get paid, dude. and then
0: you just pay some bills, and it's like, yeah, I, 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 shit, I, I forgot yesterday dude. how to make my car payment. And I was like, this morning I was like, fuck, <laughs> <laughs> get that in there real quick before they slap that thirty dollar charge on me, you know, dude, dude.
2: Yeah. Oh, shit, man, yeah, man, you get paid, and a few days later it's fucking gone, dude, and you're like, fuck, that's
0: it. But you know? there
2: is one, there is one paycheck during a month I get to keep all to myself, and uh, I look forward to that one, and that one's this payday that's coming up so yeah
0: that's the one thing that's about a with this new store is i get a lot more ot so um all this overtime money is just going right into the hobby you know i'm paying bills and trying to get my car paid off sooner and uh and uh you know i'm i, I have more more funds available for the hobby but there's nothing out there i really want so i'm like fuck yeah. it, i'm just gonna the money away for and get TFCon paid off, you know. There
1: yeah. you go. Yeah, you can put it yeah. towards other get things that are coming. Done,
0: up. You know, get the ticket yeah. paid off, get my room paid off, and just that's it. When the time comes around, I'm not trying to, you know, squirrel some money together for that or throwing it on a credit card. When
2: you're done, man, you're done, you're paid off, you're ready to go, man. Just have a good
1: time. It's the way to do it. That's the way yeah, to do man. it. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, over the past weekend, uh, we had a new Marvel Studios film come out, which was Ant Man and the Wasp. I know, you know, a couple of weeks ago, we were planning on previewing the movie and we did a little bit, the panel got a quick chance to talk about it before the conversation veered off into like, uh you know, the Transformers films and franchise, just like in general. But uh Ant-Man and the Wasp just came out and we all got the opportunity to see it. So I just wanted to get your guys thoughts on the movie compared to the other two films that Marvel Studios have put out previously this year, Black Panther and Avengers Infinity War. Obviously, huge successes. Black Panther currently standing at just over 700 million at the domestic box office. It's at actually over one billion worldwide, so that's a quite wow. a number right there. Avengers: Infinity War not too far behind it as far as the domestic gross. It's sitting at six hundred and seventy-five plus million dollars, which is nothing to sneeze at, and its worldwide gross is also over a billion dollars. Actually, oh, looking at the latest uh, number as of yesterday, over two billion dollars worldwide, which is just insane when you think. Wow. About it. I think it's right crazy. now, it's, yeah, the number one number one superhero movie of all time so this film had a lot to live up to um in my opinion it definitely i don't think it could have lived up to those (laughs) previews but uh what do you guys think i want to hear your guys thoughts on it ant man
2: i think that it's just a filler episode a full filler movie i'm sorry of course a lot of people aren't gonna like it like uh infinity war black panther you know it's not on that level but it's just another little piece of Infinity War that you get to see that we were also focused on Thanos and all that, and then there was another story happening in the, in the like in the background, you know, with with Ant Man and everything. So that's pretty cool, man. Like I like the way it played out. It was a good movie.
0: To me, it wasn't a it wasn't a it wasn't a 4th of July release for me. It wasn't something that I thought that should have been put out around the 4th. You want something bigger. Like I know it's going in the in the continuum of their movies. Uh, but you know I think Infinity War would have knocked it out of the park being released in 4th of July. But I know with what they want to release and the content that's in the movies with me, it, it seemed more like it was it wasn't Ant-Man and Wasp it was Wasp and Ant-Man. True. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> it was like, exactly I, right. It, to me, it was like a it was like them testing the war just to see if a female lead could do well in a Marvel movie.
2: She did good, dude. She you know, so my because they're
0: trying to get ready for to see test probably test awards like this with the Marvel, uh, the Captain Marvel movie and shit like that. You know what I mean? I don't. Mm-hmm. This is just my opinion. It's just he just played a backseat. He was just like wop da 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 the whole fucking movie. You know. It was timeout, bro. Yeah, yeah. Like, like his out. suit was always fucking up. Like he was the comedy relief, and it was all centered around you know the wasp was kicking some major ass, and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, um, but um, I don't know. I, I was I was hyped for the movie until I saw the second trailer. Once I saw the second trailer, I was like, eh, maybe not digging this too well, too much, uh, villain wise. But then the way it all came together, I thought was pretty cool. Lawrence Fishburne being in it and being mm-hmm. Goliath. Thought that yeah, was fucking incredible. That was yeah, cool, dude. Cool. Cool. And how how his arc came about with that, but yeah, I mean, overall wise, man, it, the hype wasn't there for me. But then again, the hype wasn't there for the first Ant Man until after I saw it, and I really enjoyed the first one. I thought it was way different and them in a different lane mm-hmm, with mm-hmm. what, what we were used to at the time for for uh, superhero movies from Marvel.
1: I was gonna ask, like, what you guys thought of the original Ant Man, like compared to this one? Do you feel like this was uh like on par, or did you enjoy the first one better? I I enjoyed
0: the first one better.
2: Yeah, the first one was awesome, but of course you have to understand that the first one is solely based on Ant Man himself, how he uh, came to be and how he hooked up with Mister Pym and all this. So, you know, now that this is Ant Man and the Wasp, so it's generally understood that this movie belongs to the Wasp. You know, how many how many
0: times can we see something get big and small? (laughs) I mean, okay, we get it. The car is small now. The car is big we we'll get it there's a whole box of cars okay the, uh, the the building turns small we get it it's ant-man it's large man it's giant man it's <sighs> i know that's the premise of the movie and i shouldn't be complaining about it but you know it, it just seemed like okay uh, whenever they were in a trouble or something okay just make it small or big mm-hmm. that cleaned it up but i know that that was the point of the movie but i guess that's what it
1: is yeah, yeah. i guess <laughs> you know but
0: just the way the characters were and and they could have went a, a little bit more but you know, they tried to get into the quantum realm, realm. you know, they tried getting <laughs> into that realm. And and I see why they're going that way, because that's going to explain a lot in the in the future movies that are coming. I, yeah, coming I think out. so.
1: I think so, too. So
0: that's going to be a huge part of, of what's going to happen. And, and they dropped hints left and right and well, uh yeah yeah, yeah you, you know, have to pay like, attention
1: to the dialogue especially towards the end there like in that yeah. um that mid credits yep scene. it just
0: seems like uh the next avengers movie the, the continuation from this uh, whole infinity gauntlet series of thanos thing is gonna be there's gonna be time traveling in the quantum realm and, mm-hmm. da, 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 and it's gonna be super duper complex and i think marvel's doing it the right way because they're getting the regular people you know the regular moviegoers that don't know much about comics or aren't super geeky, getting them used to all this extra information, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know, and all this wild stuff that they have to really pay attention to. It's like Mm -hmm. they're training them every movie. It's getting a little bit more complex and complex. Yeah. So so I think when they do the next Avengers movie, it's going to be like a whoa! It's going to be an Avengers movie, right? The next one. Uh, yes. Well, Captain Marvel. Oh, it's going to be the cap. No, no, no. I'm talking about the continuation. Uh, from. Yes, it's from an expect- oh, it's another Avengers. Yeah. We uh, just okay. don't know the. I title didn't know if it was going to be a yet. Captain America or something like that. No, it's yeah. Avengers. We're yeah, getting we- um,
1: we're getting Captain Marvel's going to be the next film, and then Avengers four after that, whatever the title's going to wind up being. Yeah, yeah like
0: it's it be called uh, back in time.
1: <laughs> <laughs> time travel is definitely definitely going to play a factor. I think we already kind of guessed it I think there was some like leak. Set photos that we yeah. saw some of the Avengers in their original um, costumes from the first Avengers
0: movies. Yeah, and Paul Rudd was wearing the regular costume. So it's like, why is Paul Rudd wearing this costume and they're wearing the retro? So this is only going to make you feel like he's going to get lost in a quantum realm, go through a time warp, mm-hmm, yeah. or he's going to come back out of the quantum realm, see what happens, and then hook up with these guys and be like, oh, yeah, that's right. They told me we could go back in time if, we, if we're not careful. So let's try to go back in time. <laughs> something like that no it's it's crazy
1: how we could like put it together because us being kind of like comic fans and we're like so into this shit we're definitely not casuals when it comes to like these films no
0: not at all and i'm kind of glad they're not they're not going the the basic route that we already know you know like the the the, the infinity gauntlet and you know the infinity war books and all that stuff you know they're taking elements from it but they're not really solely basing the storylines on that you know so it's like keeping us they'll make it their own yeah. So it's making us as as comic geeks a little bit more surprised and a little bit more entertained. You know what I mean? Because here we are getting the nods to the comics, the old school books. But yet we're, we're, we're getting something new and refreshing. And we're like, oh, wow, that worked out pretty well. Yeah, not too yeah. bad. They did it. They did it OK
1: yeah they're they're doing such a good job with that and i definitely felt this film was definitely like a come down from you know infinity war and you kind of needed that like because that movie just you know when you're watching that for the first time and then the way they hit you with that ending it's like holy shit you (laughs) know and you're like what the fuck is gonna happen next so you know this movie you know ant-man even the original one is not a story that's being told on like it's grand scale. It's actually like a very small or personal tale, like about family. And I felt like the movie had a lot of heart, but I just kind of like throughout the film, I'm like, I'm like, man, I don't really know if I really care about these characters <laughs> as much as I care about like some of the other characters. In yeah.
0: Well, they're, set, they're setting the daughter up they're setting her up because she says, "When I grow up, I want to do. I want to fight crime. I want like to like be just like you. I want to be just like you." So <laughs> they're setting her storyline up already. And uh, Avengers Four is supposed to be a couple of years in the future from the last one, so she's going to be a little bit older. So mm-hmm. who knows? We may actually see her in, in Avengers Four uh, taking on that that persona. Um, I won't Who, who knows? You know, I, don't I don't know that, if we'll,
2: be that quick, dude. Um, I, I wonder if he's going to get to meet her as a teenager and. Wearing the suit and stuff, because I know she's in the comic book. She's a yeah. superhero as well. So I wonder, yeah, he,
0: isn't it he dies or he he gets lost? I'm not too big on the new universe stuff, but uh yeah, I'm not. Up Lang on dies, dies or comics. he gets lost in the quantum realm or something. I like think that. he
2: gets lost because I think if I'm not mistaken, in the comics and all that, he gets lost and then he pops up all of a sudden and it's like, yeah, well, where well, have, you have you been wh- all these years? And blah blah. Yeah. blah.
0: Yeah. And the daughter takes on the mantle because they think he's dead. Mm-hmm. Something so that's like an that. interesting twist. Uh, I. <laughs> Wow, Michelle Pfeiffer got old, man. Yeah. yeah. I was <laughs> like, that's not my Catwoman. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that technology incredible, though. Like in the flashbacks, Yo, how they make yeah. them look young, yeah, like Douglas and
0: her, and even Lawrence Fishburne and shit. Well, I'm just happy good. with this whole franchise with Ant Man. Is that when I first heard that they were going to do the Ultimate series and not the Pym story, I was just like, man, really? You know, because I'm that old school Marvel guy. But the way they included Pym in the storyline, and I know it's not the new movie, but, you know, just how they worked them in. And how they had like the the pictures of him during the old war days of him yeah. being you know in shield and actually being the old Ant Man that mm-hmm. nobody knew about you know I thought mm-hmm. that was that was pretty excellent the way they worked that in and then like the, having the Goliath in there yeah yeah you know, in this movie too like he was one of the projects yeah. and he 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 was wearing a suit and yeah it, 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 it gives those nods to me you know like the comic tickles to to like the old school reader you know yeah yeah. And Pym
1: still very integral to like the storyline yeah, and stuff, you yeah. know, still very much a main character. Like, and that's good, you know, like, because I, it's true. Uh, same thing, like before the first Ant-Man movie came out, like Hank Pym is always like my Ant-Man. Yeah. Um, not that I read his books, but when I would read The Avengers, he was Ant-Man. Mm-hmm. So when it was going to focus, when I heard it was going to be Paul Rudd and be, it was going to be Scott Lang playing Scott Lang, I was like, all right. So they're, they're going with the newer character. And I wasn't sure how they were going to work it, but they just always... Just they know what they're fucking doing, man. Yeah, they found
0: they they definitely know how to find the balance between the uh, the older universe and the the newer storylines. Well, other than Iron Man 3, you know, (laughs) (laughs) the whole fucking uh, that's the the extremist storyline that they oh, yeah, that was fucking god awful. (laughs) Oh, I hated that,
1: man. Yeah, but um, this one was all right, like I said, but it's just like you know, a come down movie. I didn't feel like it was super exciting. Um, Yeah, well,
0: that's why I said it's kind of an odd release for July 4th yeah july 4th you want your blockbusters your holiday summer fucking blockbusters
1: maybe they should have just spread it out because um you know we got all these movies in pretty quick like succession and usually they kind of spread them out you get one early in the year one around may or june and then like october november they give us like another yeah. one yeah. so
0: well I-, I know it did okay but i don't think it was getting the numbers that they really were hoping for but it yeah did, it did all right but it wasn't uh, getting the proper numbers i mean it wasn't a solo but you know, that was just that was just like too many geek movies all in a row. It was just too much shit coming out from Memorial Day, man. It was just too much. Yeah. And people could catch um, fatigue and stuff. Yeah. Uh, well, well, it's not just it's wallet fatigue. If yeah. You want to go yeah. with your family? It's a one hundred dollars for expensive movie tickets and popcorn. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. between, if just say you have two kids and two adults, That's you know, you're looking at out. almost a hundred dollars. And of course, you got to go to Applebee's before it or something like that. and you guys gotta go, <laughs> you know, you know, So you're making it a night, a family night of it, you know, and then yeah. you have you have like four summer blockbusters hitting a 2 3 week time period you know it's it gets to the point okay we'll get there the summers early we'll get to the end of the summer we'll go and see it you know what i yeah, mean yeah
1: yeah those parents Families trying to find can't
0: afford that anymore, man. That's why Cody life's in effect, you know?
1: Yep, yep, yep. My um my cousin, we you know, he we have like AMC stubs and they offer five dollar movie Tuesday. So that's when he takes his family because yeah. he got two kids and then it's him and his wife. Yeah, so that's
0: when yeah. everybody's there on a Tuesday and then you're just like fuck this place is packed, blah, blah, blah. But <laughs> But I guess if when you're going with a family, you don't really give a fuck about other people's families because you're 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 dealing and you're dealing with your kids being loud and obnoxious and and you know ruining other people's movie experiences. Shout out to the old grumpy man sitting in the back by himself. That's me. <laughs> really, kid? You really got to keep looking at your phone? Put the fucking phone down.
1: I uh, know, right? You just see fucking the light and shit.
0: You hit my fucking seat one more time. I swear to God. You throw popcorn. No you, no, you know, you know it is. You know, the, you know the three-quarter movie turn where you just oh, yeah, turn yeah, your yeah. head that little bit and you just look. And usually they see you and they stop. Sometimes they don't fucking get it. They don't get the point. You know. Yeah, I am the grumpy I am the grumpy old man. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ, <laughs> I'm getting old. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, um, so far as of uh, July eleventh, the movie's sitting at uh, just under a hundred million dollars. It's at uh ninety eight million, so it's it's definitely gonna cross that hundred million barrier. And uh, the first one, the total domestic topped out at a hundred and eighty million domestic and three hundred and thirty nine million worldwide. So this is definitely not one of those other
0: franchises
1: like Captain America or no, Iron no, Man. No, 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 not at know, all. So, but um, it's an, it's
0: a necessary part of the storyline for them to complete. Oh, yeah. for sure. For sure. Yeah. And
1: that's and that's the beauty of them having and doing these individual films, because then, you know, when you get to the Avengers, you could pull out all the shit. And, and if you didn't see these, you're going to you're going to be confused. But for them introducing the quantum realm and then in the realm, Thor, you know, realm. In the Thor movies, you know, Asgard and all these Asgard's other places,
0: gone, dude, like dude. Just think about it. Asgard is gone.
1: I know. It's
0: crazy. I never thought I would fucking see it. Like, Asgard is gone. There's no more Asgard. I'm like, oh,
2: man. As soon as his father went, everything. That's said His show. movies are done. <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's it's just been good to see how they've been able to, to mix the stuff here like that's going on on Earth with the, all the stuff going out, like in space and then the oh. magic stuff with Doctor Strange and just yep. having it all make sense. And the quantum realm now. With well, That's the, what I said. They're,
0: they're slowly give, getting people ready for this shit. Yeah. I think it was always the plan like their second wave, you're going to get more cosmic and, and get more into like, you know, the, the magic stuff and, and the, the, the multi-universal stuff and the, the out you know, and at first to come out like that, you're going to confuse everybody. So you do the staples, you build up that audience, you build up that popcorn mentality, and then you start throwing the trigonometry in there. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh. You know, that little algebra in there, for, you know, <laughs> but you make it fun and people are going to really absorb it and really uh Really react to it well, and I think they're doing that. And I think the next step, I think we're gonna be seeing more of this cosmic shit, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's uh, where it's going, man. Yep, that's nomads, cool. and you know, the, the, you know, we're gonna see some nomad action, and maybe, uh, oh, man, what the fuck? Imagine like I didn't think the Guardians would work, man. Honestly, man, I didn't think Guardians would work because I, I was like, that's not the Guardians that I know, and Guardians aren't that cool of exactly. a team. You know they obscure, had that obscure, that big run character. in the '90s. You know where they came back with the new team and they were like kind of like the Space Avengers. They were the Avengers in space and the future in space. Um, that's how I always saw it because you had the guy with what was his Van Astro, Vance Astro. He had the 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 shield, the Captain America the Cap- shield,
2: Captain oh, American yeah. shield. Yes.
0: Yeah. So they kind of always remind me of a futuristic Space Avengers. And uh, who knows what they're gonna do? You know, I mean, I guess I got to look at some of these new universe books or these. Uh, Newer titles and storylines to see, you know, where they're yeah. gonna
1: go. Well, they've changed a lot, even compared to like what they were doing in the 90s and the early 2000s to mid 2000s. It's, you know, it seems like each book has almost like got its own thing going on and its own yeah. continuity. And they've just recently started. I, I uh, just got a cop, a Captain America number one, so I could send that to you if you want, just to kind of check just, it I'm out.
0: Start all over again, man. Yeah. It's not DC. That's DC shtick. You know what I mean? Multiple universes and restarts, and mm-hmm. you know and Once Marvel started doing that, it's just like oh.
1: That's what they're doing now. That's what Marvel's, you know.
0: But then again, they're trying to keep the characters refreshed for a new generation. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Captain America can't be 32 for 45 years. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. Wolverine could pull it off, but you know. But you you get you get honestly get what I'm saying. It's just like they're just rehashing it for the next generation. Really, yeah.
1: yeah. And these movies have a lot of influence because like with the success of these films, you know, then they want, you know, people, you know, kids that might be seeing these films are going to go into the comic shops and they want to kind of see something similar to what they're seeing on the screen. So they give you some of that, too, and they've reworked some of the comic characters to kind of be more like what they are in these Marvel films. You know? I
0: tell you what, it's helping the comic industry because especially like the older keys, man, because the values are coming up in some older books. Uh-huh. So it's I, I'm I'm it's glad to see, like, I don't know about the That's cool. the new stuff, but I know a, a lot of the older books now. I'm sure if we get Yule, we get you to tell us all about that. He's uh, he's huge uh-huh. into, into that comic life, but he's a big key collector, first appearance collector. And some of these books that are coming out now are came out now from, from these movies are, are really gaining some speed and, and, and some some more value mm-hmm. on the aftermarket. So, you know, me with those long boxes, you know, I've been holding out, (laughs) you know, I got I got two full uh, complete uh, sets of the Infinity Gauntlet, you know, so that book was uh, that that series was going for like 30, 40 bucks complete. And I think I was watching it go. This is not graded at all. This is just a regular mint. Yeah. Mint, you know nothing you know like your 8.0 book to a nine book uh, i saw them going for like 140 150 for a set so that jumped oh, mm. pretty big and then you know when um, when uh, they hinted at other people coming in those books started rising and then they were talking about dazzler was going to be in the new one of the new x-men films her first appearance in uncanny shot up yeah you know so people are like hmm once they hear the rumor they go out and buy that that key book, that book. And, yeah yeah so it's helping the industry a little bit more especially the older you know, comic industry sells these. Yeah, good to see what, what little bit of comic book stores that we have left. That maybe they could sell some wall books. You know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you yeah, know? yeah.
1: You know? I remember seeing that happen back in the day, like uh, when the original in the '89 Tim Burton Batman came out. You know, and the Joker became super popular. Like all his appearances in the comic books, like shot up.
0: Yeah, but at least that was when that, that was during the the big height of comic yeah. books. You know what I mean? So, you know, that was just adding on top of what was already there. The comic book industry has been very dormant for a very long time. And and these movies have just been have been really bringing some more love to, to the comic industry, man. Not enough where we could see more comic shops popping up. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I, I do miss going into an old school comic book store, man. There's a jersey that I used to be able to count on two hands. Now, the closest one to me is Zap Comics. And that's that's all the way fucking Paramus not Paramus. it's down by willowbrook mall so it's, it's it's at least 45 minutes to an hour
1: for the longest time a lot of the mom and pop shops here in the city too like had been closed down and you only had like the big places yeah. like midtown and forbidden planet but here in the bronx we have like a couple that have opened up within like the past two years and so so that's been good to see oh, wow. you know it's like, pretty
0: cool dog that's cool because I, I went to one of the right before it closed i went to this one place it was called dragon's lair in mm-hmm. new jersey and it was one of your old it was a big store and you walk in and, like, you have your lawn boxes, you have your Power of the Force figures, you have some Marvel selects, you have your bust, you have your statues. It just reminded me of an old-school comic book store. And you know where all the action was? It was at the counter with the kids with the fucking card games. Mm-hmm. Buying yep. cards. And I was talking with the guy, and I said, man, this is beautiful. This is, like, this is this is a mecca right here of, you know, he goes, yeah, but too bad nobody wants this shit anymore. It's the kids that want all this stuff. Now, he goes, if it wasn't for these cards, we would have been, clo- we, we, we been closed. That's wow. true. And that's less true. than a year later, the place was actually closed down. But, um, mm-hmm. you know, and Internet sales, you know, you have to shift. You have to shift to your Internet sales. And that means eBay auctions. And then you have to do all that shit. And that's another that's that's more more uh, labor. Mm-hmm. You know, because you gotta post the stuff, you gotta ship the stuff, you gotta, you know what I mean? Deal with the repercussions afterwards, you get a nerd, it's not like described. Yeah. You know? <laughs> PayPal, you know, yeah. Next thing <laughs> you know, he wins the PayPal case, he gets to keep yeah. it, and you get your money back. You know, you keep the money, he keeps the book. But in the end, of it, but it's still just a hassle and a headache, you know? Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, it's a whole other aspect of like the business and actually like a new aspect, because I, when I was just working in the hobby shop like that, wasn't around back then, you know, yeah. and and exactly the way you just described. Um, it wasn't the, the comic books that was keeping us in business. It was the, the Pokemon cards and the Spice mm-hmm. Girls shit that we were selling. Like we well, sold unbelievable amounts of that stuff. I'm glad, glad I was, that was not
0: part sold. of that era. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I was
0: Spice Girl stuff. Wow.
1: Yeah, it's like, dude, when the Spice Girls were super popular, they had Spice Girl cards, they had action figures, they had oh fucking so much well, shit that they well, back the in the day.
0: There was a spot that one of his big thing was was Beanie Babies. Yeah, oh, Beanie dude. Babies. Was, you know, was was keeping it. You know, you had your guys coming in for your their weeklies. You know, their weekly pulls. But you know, he said, you know, long box and old. Well, old, old old issues aren't selling like they used to. Dude, I remember I was in the comic book store five days out of the week when I was a kid. Man, I would go in there and I had my composition notebook, and I had my checklist, and I'd go through it, write how much he wants for it. I would go through the price guides, and then mm-hmm. I would. I, I would have my poll list every week and then I would make another list of back issues that I would buy that I could afford after calculating how much my paycheck was and what I had left between buying music, and comics, you know? So I always had like this little checklist book and uh, you would start seeing books go on the rise and I'm like, man, I got to get that before it's going to be. It might be four fifty next week. <laughs> you know what I, mean? I don't want to spend four dollars on a comic book, you know? Yeah. So uh, it's just, it just. And I remember at the time back in the '80s, I had a chance to buy giant size X Men number one for like sixty bucks, and I thought sixty dollars was all the money in the world.
1: Yeah, I was, I'm like, I can't buy one God,
0: I can't do it. And and the guys held the book for me. They were gonna let me pay it off, and I just said, I can't do it. And I fucking kick myself in the ass every day for not getting that book. Well, oh, like yeah, for it's, now, dude. yeah uh, Jesus, that's, it's up to like 15 matters. Yeah. On the, wow, hit, hit your eBay man. and you can see. I remember I, for a while there was like a 300 a couple of years ago. And I was like, yeah, you know, I could probably, you know, I could I could get that. This is before I was back into collecting anything, <laughs> you know, yeah. and then I was, it was just like a grail that I always, you know, even though I was out of comic books, it's just like one of those grails that I would just love to have. And, you know, I, I got the reprint. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I can't even afford like a, a a low grade copy, you know, even a 3.0 is, is up there, you know, oh, and I'm not I, looking to get it graded. Here's one. Uh, let me see. Let me get let me uh, change it the filter here so we can see it.
2: I see now why you want to kick yourself for not getting that $60 yeah. copy, bro. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, bro. yeah. Let me see. Uh, where is, where is it? Where is it? Especially for 60 bucks at the time. Yeah. When you yeah. You know? Well, at the time, it was X-Men. Were, X-Men were big, but this is before the big 90s. Before push. the big boom. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. This, so was, in, this was in the... You know, this was... Here we go. I can't... That's been so long since I've been on eBay. I can't... Yeah, let's see. Didn't. Uh, One with no cover sold for 158 Here's a 3.0 that went for 400 and that's graded. So, of course, you know, that's going to be pushed Here's yeah. a 6.5 not graded you know at, at 700 so you know you, you want a really decent copy there's one that, that went out a thousand
2: holy shit
0: and it was a 7.5 is one for a 1, thousand 125 yeah so that that book uh that book definitely picked up
2: it picks you know. up serious money man it's worth yeah. serious cash yeah, I mean
0: what, what the well the X-Men is like kind of been, it's it's leading the pack it was always it was like one of the first really big Marvel movies to be made you know I remember when oh wow, X-Men they're making a fucking X-Men movie Yeah, back in 2000. Growing up so bad, you know, I remember growing up. Oh, De Niro would be a great Wolverine. (laughs) (laughs) That's 1987 dust, you know?
1: Yeah. Yeah, And X-Men came before Spider-Man. And and then, you know, that first Spider-Man like was like at that time was like, oh, wow. You know, we're getting this. And then, you know, and then after that, it was just a floodgate of fucking superhero movies.
0: Yeah, I just remember before, that, you know, superhero movies that were coming out earlier were just were fucking fails or they were just went under the radar or they just weren't those characters that we wanted to see. You know, you know who you remember the Dolph Lundgren Punisher movie. Yeah, you know, I remember, I remember back the and shit. He, he Captain uh, the Captain America movie. Yeah, aliens. yeah. Remember that yeah. one? <laughs> <laughs> and you know, you could talk about the old school TV series and you know the Spider-Man series that were in the seventies. Of course, yeah. you had Hulk. You know, his so.
1: webbing was fucking rope. Remember that? Yep. Shit? <laughs> <Rope>.
0: <laughs> and then you had the Japanese Spider-Man with the me- with the mechs that yeah, the, the, yeah. they got all super. Power, uh, the power Rangers, or uh, they got all uh, like Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. He would have like a mech. Yeah, you got the that he called in and, and then he was, Yeah, yeah. It was, oh man, I got those on fucking on the hard drive. Those are fun watches. <laughs> oh nice.
1: Oh, you got like a, the whole like the whole yeah, series. The whole and series. Oh. Yeah, they're
0: fun to watch. Oh man.
1: nice. <laughs> Amazing to see how far Marvel has come because and it, and it's crazy too because um back in those days they they did because of those movies yeah. and those shows they didn't have the greatest reputation when it came to in that type of media yeah. you know yeah. and it wasn't until like the first Blade movie came out. Um, which yeah. I feel doesn't even get the credit it deserves as far as That's being a, like a Marvel movie yeah. well That's because a, movie, a lot of people
0: man. don't know it's a comic book movie they didn't even know he was a comic book character he was just a you know a black vampire movie. that was yeah. kicking vampires ass just, you yeah. Know? Yeah.
2: to a
1: lot of
0: people it's just another movie yeah Yeah.
1: it seemed like so, X-Men seemed to be the one that got the most credit as far as like starting like the superhero boom yeah, you man, know? if you
0: go back and watch them the, the X-Men's were bad man they really were bad they weren't yeah. I mean
1: I X2 was good like I felt like that still kind of holds up today but the first one and even like sometimes when i watched the first spider-man now i'm like man
0: some of that dialogue is just yeah <laughs> See, well, that, well, that was them keeping yeah. it. That was them keeping it comic campy. Yeah. They felt mm-hmm. like they had to keep it comic book campy. And then it wasn't until like more modern times where you know it didn't have to be comic book campy. It could be a little bit more serious and a little bit more modernized when it came to the humor, you know. And, and I think
1: having to sacrifice the fantastic stuff.
0: Either, yes, you know? yes, yes. Boy, we got <laughs> off kilter here, man. We're, we're going on a comic book <laughs> path. It's I love talking about old school comics, man. Man, we're still
2: cool. on Marvel, so we're good. We're it's all Marvel. related, yeah. It's all
1: related <laughs>
0: stuff. <laughs> it's so, related, so It's all good. Though, that was a really huge. Part of my my life growing up, man. My comics, yeah. my life.
1: Yeah. Same here. Lifelong comic fan. Like I've been reading You worked in a uh, fucking far...
0: comic store, dude. That, yeah. That's fucking Awesome, man! I always cool. wanted to.
1: Yeah, for years, man. Since I was uh fifteen, four, I was actually yeah, just before I turned fifteen, till I was twenty, and I started working at the hospital. And it was all off the books. I used to get my books at a little discount. I used to collect figures because we sold action figures, comics, and cards, and all that stuff. So it was, uh, it was, it was a good time. I didn't get paid a lot, but but
0: I learned a lot during it. Hey, man, that so, paper route—you knew where I went on that Saturday when I got paid. I was <laughs> a- it was funny growing up. Uh, it, where I lived, there was four comic book shops in walking distance on the mm-hmm. three of them were on the main avenue in Rockway Parkway in Brooklyn. It was uh, right on the Canarsie border with uh, with East New York and Brownsville. And um I, they would have there was three shops there. And what I would do is I got a lot of airbrush shirts made back in the day of Marvel characters. So there was, you know, you know, everybody had, back in the 80s, they had that airbrush spot. You get sweatshirts and hats made. He would do do characters for me on the sweatshirts. And it was right two doors down from the comic book shop so i would go to the comic book shop and go to the other pop and i always had you always had your favorite shop and you went to the other shops and the owners weren't all that cool but you always had that one shop that you know it's like norm when norm walking into cheers you know what i mean hey you're gonna pull that trick you're gonna pull the trigger on that book this week i don't know let's see what, are we, what came in this week yeah. and uh, I used to go next door and I, he he, oh, he was a dope. He was a graffiti artist, a local graffiti artist. And he got he had the gig doing the shirts there. I had a Wolverine. I had a Colossus. And he did me. I got the Wolverine. Remember the Heroes for Hope cover? Um, It was X-Men Heroes for Hope book where it was. Uh, they made the they, they put the book out to uh, help uh, the, the starving relief uh, food relief in Africa. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, during that whole big 80s push like that. Yeah. And there's, mm-hmm. uh, Arthur Adams did the cover. Wolverine's like running towards, hunched over, running towards Just Google it, you'll see it But he, he put that on a shirt, man It was fucking so dope White sweatshirt And it had like a blue, just like a blue circle around it To bring it out, to make it pop yeah. You know, a faded yeah. circle, man Oh, I used to fucking run those sweatshirts to death, man To that's death, I used to dope. wear them all the time And they were back in the day, they were like 25 bucks Now 25 bucks in the, in the mid-80s, that's a lot of money for a sweatshirt That's a lot, a lot of, of dough, man Yeah, yeah that's yeah. a lot of money compared to now, but you know Man, I ran those shirts, man. Ran them. Oh, comic books. Gotta love it. All right, beers are
1: good. Those are good memories, though. That's (laughs) fucking... That's fucking awesome. I remember just like I know during the summers, Wednesdays, of course, when the new comics come out, I'd always be the first one there at the comic store. And and when I was young, just being there, those guys would see me there. We had one shop in the neighborhood, so they just see me there every week. And you know, and, and I'd just help them out, and they would throw me like a free book every now and again for you know helping them, you know, rack the new books every single Wednesday oh, when cool. it's available. So that was cool. And then and then the shop that I was working at was a newer one that opened up in the neighborhood, and and again, same thing. Like it was literally like around the corner from where i lived oh it so. was
0: terrible man i'm sorry i didn't mean to catch you up, but like when i had a job i got a job at a retail place i was working in like this little department store a little local department store yeah. retailed in my life since i was like 17 <laughs> 16 17 i was a little bit older it wasn't the paper route that was my next big job and it just yeah. so happened it was a comic book store right on the strip it was avenue l in, in in Brooklyn, and right across the way there was a comic shop. And you know where I went on payday? Comic
2: <laughs> store, man. Payday,
0: right across the fucking street, I couldn't get away from it. <laughs>
2: it's like a drug, man. Yeah, yeah, man. it
3: was, it was, man. Man, it
1: was, and it was cool because it, it it's almost like the way it is now, the way we collect action figures, and we kind of got our fingers on the pulse of like all the new shit that's coming out. Like that's the way it was then. Like you had to kind of be in the comic stores to see all the new shit and, and new toys and new out, figures, yeah. you know. And it was just so cool, like just to see like the like remember the Secret Wars action figures from the 80s, and then to see what they gave us in from Toy Biz in the 90s. like yeah. it was just interesting, an interesting time. It you was, know? it was, man, it was. Bro,
2: man you were. They're opening the cases up and pulling up front. <laughs> so you can literally say, I'm gonna take this one. I'm yep, exactly. One. <laughs> I had, dibs. had first I don't I don't want that one. Let's open the
1: uh, <laughs> <laughs> My awesome. boss would dead me on the real rare figures though, because there sometimes there would be those that would they would be packed one per case. So you'd be like, nah, you can't have that. If we order another case, I'll let you have it. Like, right. Yeah, because he, he, he got first dibs on month. it. Yeah, oh, he okay. would mark them up. And well, so you have to, yeah. because you,
0: you, you're not buying multiple cases. So you're not getting that discounted price. So you can't put it out there for the same prices as everybody else. You got <laughs> to have that.
1: Does, see dust knows. That's exactly yeah. what he told me. Yeah. I I, I, didn't, I was young then. I didn't understand it because I'm like, why do we charge so much? And he's like, look, we're not toys. We're not a Toys R Us. Yeah. You know, they they order a th- hundred thousand cases and they distribute that to all their stores. I'm the little guy ordering two cases, getting charged more money, no discount. So mm-hmm. we have to charge more. For we have service. to charge
0: more to make that money. Yeah. You know what's yeah. cool uh, What was that big book That came out Was it Diamond Previews Or something like that Diamond yeah, yeah Remember exactly when that. the Diamond books would drop Man yeah. and you mm-hmm. You just do it Like this this You would see things And be like Can you get this Yeah I could get that for you I would just put orders in yep. I was putting in orders In for all this shit <laughs> That was bad, you know. It was like it was to the point. He would they would sell the book, but you know, he would that was something that he always threw in for me on the arm, that like stickers and shit like that. Or, Mm -hmm. you know, give me some breaks on some books because they knew I was spending a lot of money there, and I was spending a lot of time there, not bugging them, just going through long boxes and they'd be like, You're gonna go through that X-Men box again? Yeah, he goes, You know, I really haven't added anything to it. I go, I know, but I wanna look. (laughs) (laughs) And I would look at the issues that I really wanted, and you know, and you would sit there just looking at the walls for hours. You know what I mean? And just mm-hmm. Let me let me ask
2: you guys something. Is there something in the collecting community that actually makes you feel like that when you're 12 or 11? Absolutely not. Not anymore.
0: It scratches an itch, and it's not satisfying.
2: No, no, no. no, no. I but, mean the full effect, bro. Yeah, like something yeah. that's like. Wow, yeah, I mean, you
0: can life. hear when, when I talk a lot about my nostalgic stuff, you see how I change. I'm a totally different person. I'm just yeah, like, yeah. oh, my God. It's like I'll yeah. bring you I'll bring you to 85 with me, you know? Dude, yeah, no shit. Yeah. You see how, how how I get and how excited I get to talk about these things. Yeah. I, it's, it was such a great part of my life. And, and you know, and I love I, I, I all the things that I had as a youth, of course, you know, you want to have today. And I'm just lucky enough to have my childhood comic book collection that I could, I could go through, you know, and say, hey, man, I remember buying this fucking book. I remember you know getting what I like this. About
2: the, yes. You remember buying it? You remember the the way the, the store smelled? You remember yep. what you were wearing, mm-hmm. where you were standing? Mm-hmm. Most I, of them still, I love that,
0: bro. Most I of them. I, and I know this is this is something that a comic book collector should needs to really do. But I recently got my collection back maybe about six years ago. So what I did when I first got my collection back was that I was going through it and I wanted to get it all in numerical order, get it all fixed, you know, because they were being you know, pulled and read and blah, blah, blah. And every time I started to do that, it would be like a 10 hour process. I'd have books all over the house for a week because I would stop and be like, oh, man, Look at this cover! I remember this cover. And then you're like taking <laughs> it out, and then you, you're doing the the comic book lay on your hand. You know the the, yeah. you know, the, the, the oh. gently, gently, yeah. You're going through it, you're going through pages, and you're like, oh. And then you see an advertisement, and you're like, oh my god, I remember this Atari advertisement. And yeah. you're like, and then the next thing you know, it's been four hours, and you looked at four books.
3: <laughs> and
0: nothing's there's no work getting done whatsoever, man. But I enjoy those nights because I just it's just like, wow, man, I, re- I remember the day and that that sparks more memories and, and whether they're good or bad, because some of my childhood memories weren't the best. Uh, there were some very dark times for me as a kid, but it kind of y- you accept those memories because it's just taking you back. You know, yeah. it, it's, you just it's, go
2: deeper and deeper. Into your it's past. a drug.
0: It's basically a drug. And then you just. It, you just feel satisfied afterwards that you remember that. And then you you remember some, a friend that you haven't spoken to in years. And what do you do the next day? You hunt them down on Facebook, yeah. you know, something yeah. like that. Or, you know, you know, it, it just leads to other things, bigger things maybe later on. So memories are good to have, man. And, and these little trinkets and these little things that we have that lay around. And when they spark these feelings in us, it's, 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 it's. it's very positive. Yeah. It's very positive. It means
1: it, it means something. You yeah. know, like it means
0: Yeah, and you, and, and, and you know what? And I feel bad for these kids nowadays because you know what? They're not gonna remember an app thirty years from now.
2: They don't have that feeling, dude. They don't have there's, you know the stuff that we mm-hmm. experienced or some of us experienced. There's no material it's, items. There's Everything. nothing. digital. There's nothing. Yeah. Everything's yeah. digital.
0: Everything's yeah. fucking yeah. digital. There's no material. You know, it goes to even hip hop, you know, old school hip hop albums, cassettes or or, 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 or LPs and, and reading the liner notes and reading the shout outs and the sample clearances on hip hop and, you know, looking at producer credits and you know what I mean? That was a huge part of of what I loved about buying music. It's digital now, you know, this is why we still put out, you know, uh, hard copies because it's that big part of our life that you, you take the album home, you throw it in. And while the album's playing, I know of course, our liner notes aren't as big as like the old school liner notes, but you remember those old school liner notes on the cassette? Sometimes they're like Mm -hmm. four or five years long and then you're like, yeah, "Mm -hmm." wow, I didn't know Red Man was hanging out with this dude and he was doing this and this guy did DJ cuts for that. And then yeah. you could find some samples, you know, being being a producer. I'm like, oh, that's where they got those drums from. Or I got to find that record. And then when I went out looking for, you know, when I used to go record shopping, I would make a list and look for those records. And, you know, so it just, you know, this whole collecting thing in general, it, just, it just opens up your, your mind to, like, memories. And, and your kids don't have it no more.
2: You know what else yeah. they don't have is, a lot of the stuff and the passion that we express you know, when we're doing these shows is a lot of us earned it, man. We busted our ass to yeah. buy whatever we, we could, you know, mm-hmm. a lot of these kids and not everybody There might be a few little weekend warriors out there that are young and they work for their money, but the majority of them, they have everything given to them, dude. So that's why a lot of times it doesn't have that much meaning to them. It, the The passion, the, that love for that item dude you don't yeah. they don't express that you know just the way it does express it oh i went to go buy this and i got my paycheck dude who the hell had a paycheck at 11 12 years old you know yeah. he did mm-hmm. you know what i mean mm-hmm. and that's something that a lot of us growing up we had i used to cut grass wash cars and i started working on cars when i was 13 dude i made my first 50 bucks working on a on a, on a car working on suspension work because i've been around cars my whole life and whenever I got paid and I finished the job, I was like, what are you going to go buy with that, man? I put that shit in. I was like, uh, I didn't want to let
3: it go. <laughs> yeah.
0: I was like, I nah, know. man, I was never good with my money, man. <laughs> that money was gone <laughs> <way>. as fast <laughs> as it came in, man. It but was... you see, whatever
2: whatever you purchase, bro, means that much to you, bro. Because yeah. you yeah. busted your ass for it, you know? Yeah, that's, that's a, a great cool. point.
0: When I got older, it was like it was between comic books, collecting action figures and and music. You know, and it would be like, okay, do I get these books this week and I'll buy my 12 inches the week after, you know, the new release, 12 Mm -hmm. inches or I'll go record digging another week after that. You know what I mean? I used to go in the right spots. I used to go to these liquidator spots in the city for records and get them for like three for a dollar. So I would go I would be at this one spot in the city and it, just, it was just a liquidator. So like People would just say, here, buy my records. It was like a pawn shop liquidator stuff. And then one day, I, I was going there for like two months straight. And one day, the guy comes to me and goes, man, you've been here a lot. I said, yeah. He goes, you buy a lot every week. He goes, well, what are you doing with this? So I said, well, I'm an avid music collector. I'm, I'm getting into the, you know, sampling and making hip hop. And I was like 17, 18. He goes, mm-hmm. hmm, you should go downstairs. What? What? There's a downstairs? And it was downstairs. <laughs> in the basement. There's a downstairs? <laughs> and I was like, oh, my God. I've been coming here, going through these same bins every week. And he's like, yeah, whenever the bins get low, we just bring a couple of cake, crates up from downstairs. And he goes, he goes, you've been here enough. He goes, I, know, I could trust you. Go downstairs. And then I'm like, Okay. <laughs> You know, I'm, I'm fucking dodging rats and shit. This is Manhattan. This is the midtown Manhattan. You know what I mean? Like a basement. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, who knows what I was inhaling from these fucking basements? Really light, low lighting. You know what I mean? I brought a flashlight <laughs> the next time. You got Go down the, next time. You got these rats
2: telling you, excuse
0: me. Sorry, excuse me. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, like handing me break beats. Here's Apache, here's a Bob James record. You know what I mean? Here, listen
2: to this one, this one's badass. You'll like this one.
0: But, you know, that was back in the day when I was buying anything. So, you know, when they came three for a dollar. Yeah, they weren't they weren't records that came from like a pristine, you know, used record shop. But for what Mm. I needed and what I wanted for, I was just digging for loops and digging for samples and digging for drums. And, you know, I was finding my Isaac Hayes and my Barry Whites and all these loops and and samples. But I was also looking for the stuff that nobody else ever used before, Mm -hmm. you know, so, Mm -hmm. you know, every week at three for a dollar, I was coming. I had to start taking uh, I couldn't take the the subway anymore because I had three big shopping bags full of records because for three for a dollar (sighs) records are heavy and they're fucking bulky and big. So I was taking I was taking what, what in Brooklyn we had. They were called the command bus. It was like a, a bus that went straight from Manhattan right into the boroughs, and you would go, you know, it would just take you. You didn't have to worry about a, a multiple bus and transfers and, and subways and stuff like that. You paid a little bit more for it, but at least I could get all the records on and just sit until I get to my stop, you know? Yeah. But, yeah, it just, <laughs> this is more collecting things, more collector's problems. Exactly. You know? just a, it's just a shame
2: you couldn't take your shopping cart that you used for your paper route.
0: Well, what am I going to do, f- put, it on, fill- put it on the L train? Yeah, man, you fill that
2: bitch <laughs> up, and you're like, Sorry about that, man. I just got to take this shit home.
0: <laughs> but then, that was just a time of my life where like then it when I got a little bit older, it was less comics and it was more records. So, you know, I went from one platform to another platform. Yeah. Phases, so, yeah, we all, yeah, we all, collection we all... phases. You know, we're, we're yeah. all collectors and we're all uh, hoarders and junk junk mm-hmm. buyers. And it's just it's in us, cool. man. We're, we're, we're all Jawas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: We're always collecting something, whether it's one thing or another. You know, yeah, because comics and action figures at one point, but then when you stop, then it's mainly just oh, yeah, I'm just doing video games and stuff like that. You know, yeah. and, and 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 focusing on the gaming aspect, and then oh, you, know, you walk into a toy store, oh, I'm gonna pick this up, and then that fire gets reignited, and mm-hmm. and, and that's always what's happened throughout the years, uh, the
0: ups and yeah, downs. And you talk it. to a lot of people that are in the realm or, or fellow collectors; they're the same way. We all have the same traits. We, we, we all may not collect the same thing or have collected the same stuff throughout the years, but we all have the same sickness. Yeah. <laughs> we all have it in us. how you get along. Sister has it. Frogman has it
2: yeah I mean, <laughs> that's why we all get along and that's why we all like converse the way we do because we're so much alike so yeah
1: mm-hmm. and, and and that was a great point like you said about you know these the way these things resonate with us because we know what we had to go through in order to acquire some of these things you yeah. know the, yeah. the hard
0: work and it's not a and, saying, hey we had a hard knock life when we had a yeah. lot of school with snow and blah oh. No, it's just we're just talking a little bit more about what we had to go through and when when people listen to this podcast or they listen to our old memories they're like you know what, that touches base with me because I remember that I remember yeah. something just like yeah, wasn't exactly family, the same but it's it's the, couldn't afford it. it's the basics I mean, you know yeah, I mean we yeah. we grew up in a fucked up time man Reaganomics, man, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, look and you just... go back and look at look at the city. Look at Manhattan in the 80s. The place was a fucking dump. Yeah. Right? I mean, think about it. Look at the 70s yeah. into 80s. Yeah. You know, Times Square was nice. Garbage yeah, strikes, wasn't... garbage on the pile to the fucking heavens on the fucking middle of the road man. and
1: drugs, crime everywhere. Fucking yep.
0: fucking the fucking hell, man. You know, I did have a lot to do with it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it just, you know you the
1: old school trains with dude, the graffiti, man. That was, when we yeah. didn't
0: have, you know, being an wow. old school graffiti guy, we didn't have if we didn't have money to do anything or go anywhere, we would just go to the local train station, hop the turnstile, and just sit down and just watch the trains come in wow. and just see who's, who's yeah. doing, you know, pieces. And, you know, we couldn't even afford a ca- mm-hmm. we didn't have any camera. And it was like, remember 110 film, the, the film that looked like a car. Like mm-hmm. two wheels on it in a rectangle you remember the one the kodak film oh the yeah yeah, 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 yeah. now uh-huh. i'm taking you back it looked like a <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah exactly yeah. that's, that's yeah. how far back i'm going with that shit. and then remember the disc <laughs> camera the disc film it was round they made the, the round disc one. Lay, yeah. lay click and all that shit. now i'm bringing you back yeah. but you know we would just go back we would just go sit down let go sit down in, in one of the train stations just watch the trains come in for a couple of hours and You know, bug out on some of the shit and say, oh, this guy's dope. That guy's dope. And we would have our black books and we'd be doing, you know, sketches and and doing shit right there. And then you would occasionally meet other writers that would come over and be like, you know, you write, you know, because back then you didn't want anybody to know who the fuck you were or what you Mm -hmm. did. Mm -hmm. We had paint all over our hands and on our clothing and, you know, (laughs) (laughs) you know, like we weren't too good at being concealing it, you know. So, uh, yeah, you, and that's how you politicked and you met up with other writers and shit like that. Man, I'm really going all over the place tonight. Yeah, uh, man, man. My ADD's kicking in. I'm sorry, guys. I'm
1: <laughs> I was, you're just bringing back those, those 80s memories. And yeah. Stuff like the city was
0: fucked, man. The city was fucked. Yeah. It wasn't safe to travel, man. Fucking, you know, uh, you had uh, all the gangs out robbing people, the low lives yeah. and the Decepticons. Yeah. And, you know, this is before Bloods and Crips, you know, we're, we're, we're big and on the East Coast. So it was a hard time, man. It was really hard for us, man. I'm holding on to my. Comics in my records, <laughs> like little fat Eddie, little fat dust mites on the train. These are just fucked up comic books. <laughs> Take mm-hmm. my Walkman. Take what I was gonna man. say. Take, Take the Walkman. Walk, <laughs> just please ama- leave me the comics.
1: <laughs> yeah. it's, a, it's amazing to see how far we've come, you know. But I think because of that, like like you said, these kids aren't gonna remember an app twenty years yeah, from now and yeah, stuff yeah. like that. Just, it's not gonna be the same type of memories. They'll have their but, memories, but it's not
0: gonna. Be it's, it's gonna thing. be you know what you know what I just got on, on on the i don't know what it's going to be uh ebay even if ab is around 10 20 years from now i bought an iphone 6 no, mint no. In box you're kidding yeah. Damn. Look you at these beat headphones that i bought Dude. does it still mint. have the
2: plastic cover on the on the, on the screen <laughs> <laughs> i booted it
0: up last night Dude. Did it work? <laughs> oh, man. so crazy. It's funny, man. It sucks for these kids. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. I won't be around to see it, but who
2: knows? You know, it's all video games.
0: It's all video games. Mm. It's not even, I don't even see a lot of kids gaming that much anymore. Well you, well, you know what they're doing? They're not playing like video games like we would say, sit down in front of your console and play video it's games. It's not a console. It's, all, it's, it's all mobile. mobile. Cool. Yeah, yeah it was
1: mobile. And they're playing their Fortnite and their Overwatch, and and everything is just so accessible, you know. And all these kids have smartphones now; like that's just kind of the thing. So everything is on the go. It's all mobile gaming. Dude. It's
0: microtransactions. It was hard enough and... to afford kids before. imagine yeah. you know. Okay, and this, this is something that I remember uh, talking to my sister one time, and I know I'm going to go on a little off track here, but it, it, it pertains to what we're talking about here. Um, I remember back in the day, you would go to the first day of school and you get your list of supplies and you bring them home. Pencil mm-hmm. case, pencil, Elmer's glue, sharpener, uh, highlight markers, whatever the fuck it is. Mm-hmm. My niece came home from school one day. Laptop, iPad. What? This is all on the fucking list that she needs to have for class. You're kidding. Unbelievable, right? Dude. Unbelievable.
2: A Laptop. A I,
0: I, well, I don't live in a, a little it's not an Dude. urban area. I'm in the woods here. So I guess Oops. they're trying to be, you know, tech savvy. And, and, you know, and she's downloading her homework when she gets home off the website. Oh my God, wow. What happened to getting the rexagraph sheet? Remember rexagraph sheets, the, the Xeroxes? We used to call them rexagraphs. The old school days. <laughs> that was the machine that you actually had of uh, that had the ink and you had to fucking turn the wheel and it kicked out the copies that way. I'm going even oh, old school. Man,
3: you're going to go <laughs> old school. That's back. Yep. That's
0: back. When I was growing up in <laughs> elementary school, uh, it, was, it was like a job that you got picked to do and you would go down to the office and sit there and turn a fucking wheel. Damn, homie. <laughs> just like this. <laughs> it would just kick out copies. Damn, and every Bobby, once in a while you, you had to feel the ink You that rewind
2: up. button a little bit too far, yeah, man. What
0: I loved about <laughs> it was uh, the, the, the way the ink smelled. I went home a little uh, loopy every day when I did that <laughs> shit. They had AV Club, you know, they would pull in the, the, the VCR and the TV. And my school had the old school VCR that had the big play buttons with the, the top that came up like a cassette deck.
1: Popped
0: up oh, like, like those. a cassette deck. Yeah, I like
1: those. Yeah, it was, it was right after Ice.
0: the Betamax. <laughs> the Betamax, yeah. Beasties. Yeah, I'm old. I I'm bringing those, you back.
1: I used to love those days.
0: Yeah, but I love those days like,
1: of school when they'd bring out the VCR and we just watch something instead of having to fucking do like yeah, work. You, or... you
0: knew someone was on jury. <laughs> your teacher was on jury duty or they got sick or they called out or they got fired when you saw one of those things when you walked into the class. He's just like, yeah, <laughs> Here comes the fat <laughs> Who pencils at Fuck your mother. <laughs> fucking mother. I used to have this old I used to have this old uh, English teacher. He was a Vietnam vet, man. And you he had to still had the same haircut, you know. He was straight military marine guy, and you could tell he had some fucking mental issues, man. He was on some Sam Kinison shit from like fucking back to school, man. <laughs> he was definitely <laughs> on some old school shit, man. Like you just like this guy's gonna kill someone. You know what I mean? How the hell did this guy get a teaching degree? You know what I mean? Like, wow, he's borderline. (laughs) To be in that teacher's lounge, a fly on the wall to see what the hell everybody was talking about with that dude. You know, did he eat alone? (laughs) You know what I mean? Did everybody stay away from Mr. McGovern? You know, Mr. McGovern might be a little (laughs) uneasy, you know, so... (laughs) Yeah. yeah. But uh, going back to it. But, you know, that that's that's the type of shit that the parents got to deal with now. You know what I mean? It's no more pencils and pencils and pencil cases. It's fucking Mm -hmm. iPads and fucking, you know, something Wi-Fi devices and stuff that can get onto their network. And, you know, you better download your homework. Yeah. And I just, and I, that's, just, looked, and like you I said, just looked for the chat, and I was like, "Wow, there is no chat. I forgot." Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and and that's uh, and uh, shit, and that's expensive because I remember even you know with, between me and my sisters, you know, my mom kind of going through it and struggling just to get all those school supplies. Yeah, just to get pencils oh. and erasers you know all that shit that you needed and so <laughs> imagine that now you're throwing fucking electronics into it you know
0: well i'm That's sure there's a, i'm level. sure the, i don't know if there's some maybe some government programs in some of the the urban areas that you know that they'll you know, you could get like um assistance to help buy these products or maybe have them donated and you know but mm-hmm. i can't see like in the city schools for them to ask all these students thousands and thousands of students to to purchase this stuff yeah they we they pretty much have them already but, you know, you would think that they don't want the kids to bring these things to school. <laughs> There's no. one less thing they're going to get yeah. robbed for.
3: Exactly.
2: That's one
0: less thing yeah. that they're going to be paying attention to their fucking schoolwork with because here you think they're doing their schoolwork on the iPad, but they're playing their Fortnights and shit like that mm. <laughs> on their Facebook. <laughs> Or they're uh, it's IGing or Snapchatting. Yeah, and, exactly. You know, so um, pornhubbing, pornhubbing, yeah, porn pornhubbing. Twelve. <laughs> man, imagine we had the internet back in the day, man. Growing dude, up, dude, Ooh, yeah. man. <laughs> but I would, I would, I would never bust it enough to Barbara Eden. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to I Dream a Genie for anybody that doesn't know what Bart, Robert Eden is. You wait for that. You were sitting home waiting for that one moment when Mary would pop up on fucking Gilligan's Isle, and you're like, "All right, it's my time. I'm just ready." <laughs> Let me rub this out real quick. <laughs> I'm fucking! I'm so glad I don't have
1: to fucking deal with none of that shit, though, man. I, I think that's why we're rubbing them out. <laughs> no, like you know. <laughs> kids and school and oh, okay. the yeah you know i say that too yeah. man
0: like i couldn't yeah. i couldn't afford it and shout out to everybody you know had you know multiple kids and with all this man mm-hmm. God bless. making it work yeah worked up God, man. you know and, and still survive it's still being collectors you know what i mean still, yeah. still being able to collect you know because yeah you know you think about it you know some most families th- there's two incomes coming in you know you get that and uh i can't even think about it man i could you know, I'm doing okay for myself by myself, but it'd be nice to have a second income. But I, I used to tell my ex this. I said, I said, you know, you're crying about kids and you want to have kids and you want to move to the next level. I said, but we could barely take care of ourselves. Mm, yeah, yeah. You learn, you just take care of it. I'm like, look, man, I am not letting a child grow up like I fucking grew up. There's just no exactly, way. Yeah. There's yeah, no way my, I cannot sit there and be, you know, that's why my mom died at 42. I'm not, you know, I'm not going to be dead at 40 because I'm worried about, you know,
1: I don't know. All that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I hear you, man. And that's what I tell everybody.
0: That's why I'm stuck in such a such a such a, a a develop, arrested development situation with me, where I I I'm not growing up in a way. And everybody says, well, you know, you're almost you're going to be 50 in a few years. And I'm dropping the age right there. And um, like <laughs> you look like you're, you're 30, you act like you're 25. I said, oh, well, I don't have the same stresses that a normal person has with families. I don't have yeah. mortgage stresses. Mm-hmm. I don't have kids. Stre- what are we going to do with this? You know what I mean? I don't have that normal stress lot, stress on my mind. I do have my stresses, but it's not that extreme. So I think that's why I'm able to come home and keep Mm -hmm. my my composure, but, you know, not stress and not have those extra worries. And, you know, I could play video games and watch Mm -hmm. cartoons and talk to you guys and drink And
1: robots and, it's all a, just finding that balance between you know the 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 real life and your right. personal. And family. don't
0: get me wrong, this is probably gonna probably uh, bother me ten years down the line, where I, you know, oh, I should have a family, and I may have a family. I'm not, you know, I'm still young, at you know, I'm not not dead yet. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I don't want to get so decrepit, but you know, it's just like you know, I don't want to beat myself up later on saying like you know, I didn't ever have this, or I didn't do that, or I could have did this. And nah, you know, I'm enjoying my time. time. I'm enjoying what I do, and I'm enjoying you know.
2: You never tell yourself well, I, you I know. should've, I should've. Yeah, you can't you that. can't deal with shoulda. You can't do that, man, because all you know you're just gonna drive yourself nuts and all you do is you reflect on your past and you say, you know what, I did what I wanted. Uh speaking past of, I chose."
0: Speaking of past, you think Ant Man and Wasp is gonna go to the <laughs> <laughs> trying to get us back on track here with the ant-man yeah. and lost stuff here but...
1: oh yeah I know. i was gonna ask too like like what did you guys really think of, of like what's gonna be the outcome here like from what we saw like at the end of that he's film. editing
0: out this whole conversation he's gonna yeah. <laughs> no, no,
1: no. <laughs> would, he's this would be like a good way to just kind of wrap, like it. Mac. <laughs>
3: <laughs> wrap
1: it. it's a good way to kind of put a, the the tail end on this and uh kind of like wrap up the talk from the beginning of the the podcast so oh, what do you guys what do you guys think uh and, and and it's cool dude verbally challenged shit we could go in any fucking direction you want to go like i loved all that personal stuff and with the comics and talking old school 80s yeah you
0: know usually when memories. i do other shows like this that's how i get i get all nostalgic and, and you know and i start talking about old and what i like to do as a collector and, and you know it just mm-hmm. always just comes up that way and people love to hear that shit man just from us different how how all different people in the room and uh, just collectors in general and how they can relate to some things. But getting back on the movie, um, I don't know, man. I, I really didn't sit down and, and, and think about, you know, I don't want to I don't want to destroy it with a number because it wasn't a bad movie. It was a good movie. I still like the way they had the three stooges in there. Mm-hmm. You know, his buddies are in there and they did a great job. Uh, you know, Michael Pena. He did a, a Pena, whatever you want to say. Mm-hmm. He did a great job again, you know, and with the true serum stuff. I thought that was yeah. funny, and yeah, that was funny. Um, yeah. it
3: yeah. was nice. You know, he even
0: got a little action in there. He's like, maybe I could get a suit. <laughs> <You know>? Yeah, <laughs> so, you know, um, the, this whole sidekick thing was funny. Um, So I don't want to destroy it because, you know, number wise. But I would probably say it's a solid seven. I would mm-hmm. say a seven where it's it's not. Wow. Mind blowing. But it wasn't bad. You know what I mean? It was definitely enjoyable. I'll watch it again, but it wasn't something that afterwards I was like, oh, wow. Holy shit! I'm gonna watch this twice. Mm, you know, yeah, sometimes yeah. you come out of a movie or, or you watch a movie, <laughs> and you say, "Man, I'm gonna watch it again." It's just accurate. Yeah. Like, like yeah. I could. Wa- I I think I've watched the the Infinity movie. I think I've seen it six times, seven times. Mm,
1: probably more than that. I've probably you know, seen it. Yeah, yeah. You know, I've Solo, watched, I a lot. I
0: like personally like Solo. I watched it four times already. Deadpool two once. Last <laughs> Last Jedi three times, maybe since its release. So you know. Yeah. You know, it's something that I'll watch again. You know, maybe I'll give it another world tomorrow. See what's up. Okay,
1: that's interesting. Nice yeah. to hear. Um, what about you, Frogman? I think
2: it was a good movie, man. I liked it. I'd give it like a like a 7, 7.5, just like Dust said. I think that, that it's going to be the major, Ant-Man's going to be the major guy that's going to actually have the key in the, how to go into the quantum realm and try to find these other people that were lost or go back in time. He's the major piece to the puzzle. I enjoyed all the the comedic humor. I enjoyed all the action and everything. It was a good movie. I wouldn't really go back to see it one more time, just like other films in in the past. But um, oh, you wait for a release. Yeah, I would rate, wait for a home wait, release. Yeah, something like that. Because the only ones I've actually seen multiple times is also uh, is Infinity War, uh, Civil War. I've seen the Winter Soldier several times. Uh, mm-hmm. Solo. So you know, there's some where you kind of walk out of the theater and you're like. You kind of want to go back to the box office and say, can I have another ticket for the next show? You yeah, know what I mean? You just, say, you just yeah.
0: stick around when the popcorn cleaners come around. you like, leave me alone. <laughs> leave me alone. <laughs> I'm staying. Here's five bucks. Go away.
2: Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. But uh, it was a good movie. I really enjoyed it.
0: I, I- want to agree with you saying that he's going to be a major key in the next one. And it's nice to see it's like a a, a smaller character. Yeah, that's might that's, might be one of the big pivotal turns for the next movie. It's not like yeah. Captain yeah. America saving the day yeah. or Iron Very Man coming incredible. in. or Tony yeah. Stark's going to figure it out. It's, the it's a piece right of out of the puzzle mouth, that's going to yeah. be, you know, someone that might be like, oh, wow, that really worked well. You know, this guy's it. he has yeah. a place now. He has a place.
2: I liked it. he yeah. was a little guy, man. No pun intended, but.
0: If his suit wasn't cocking out, he would be big guy or little guy. <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nah, but, you know, to wrap it up for me, man, it was just a great movie. I really enjoyed it. And, you know, it's a good seven, 7.5 movie, man. You know, it's it's not a it's not the Black Panther,
0: but you know, it's pretty damn good too. Yeah. Well, I, I agree I, with I, I you guys. Big on back playing myself, but you give it seven, 7.5 ribbits. <laughs> yeah. 7.5
2: lily pads. There you go. <laughs> shout, shout out to frogs
0: and flies. Remember that game growing up? Yeah.
2: Fro- frogs yeah, and flies. Frogs and flies. Frogger, man. I used to play
0: them all. Uh, not to go back in the old school, but frogs and flies. It was uh, two lily pads, a frog on each side, all you did was jump from one leap head to another. And as you jumped, you had to stick your tongue out and grab one of the flies in the air. You remember yeah. that game?
2: Yeah. You played head to head
0: with someone. And I
2: don't. So I always lost. Games.
0: We got to do retro know. shows, man. We got to do more <laughs> retro shows. I love retro shows. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, and I I pretty much agree with you guys. I'll give this a a solid seven, Um, Hmm. but it's definitely not something that I want to kind of go out and see again. I'm like a one and done on this. Definitely not in the movies, but if it's something that in the future is playing on HBO or Cinemax or if it's on Netflix, I'll check it out. But no huge desire. Like, and even with the first one, same thing, like I enjoyed the movie, but it wasn't something that I'm like, not like a Winter Soldier or Civil War or an Infinity War where it's like, I was blown away and it's like, I I could watch it multiple times. So a
3: lot of,
0: a lot of that has to do with, with the villains like Yellow Jacket mm-hmm. wasn't the first one. Yellow Jacket Well, Yellow Jacket's supposed to be a hero. Mm-hmm. That was Pim later on, you know, mm-hmm. taking a new person. that was Yellow Jacket. And that was kind of odd how they put that in there. And then like this one, I wasn't crazy on Ghost. And it, mm-hmm. it really wasn't a villain. She, no, really, not at all. she really wasn't a villain. She was someone that was a victim. So- yeah yeah, she, yeah, she, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. She, yeah, she wasn't a villain. And even like the the Walton Goggins gangster dude, fucking, that was just being like an annoyance throughout the film. That's all Shame. they really were. Fucking it was just, yeah. Yeah. Dude. From, the From the shield. From the shield. Fucking, love fucking horse dude. teeth. Yo.
0: <laughs> I, I don't that mind that dude. dude. Uh, that he's a good actor. I, I don't mind him. I just want to fucking him fix back. his
1: teeth. <laughs> I met him in two thousand nine, uh, when I visited LA with my brother and shit. That was cool. The second day we were there, he was at the mall fucking shopping for sneakers. that's Of course,
0: you and your pictures. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but um yeah, but enjoyed the movie. Um just like I said, no desire to go back and see it. And I and I think it is interesting that you guys say it, and I think I will agree with that, that he's he's gonna be pivotal for the next Avengers movie. And, like, Like you said, Dusty has a place because of what they were, what they delved deeper into here, which is that quantum realm and the whole kind of in the mid credit scene, they did mention a time vortex in the quantum realm. And I think they would they wouldn't say that for no reason. You know what I'm saying? So they they threw that line in there for a very specific reason. So I think like you guys said, he is going to have a big part to play.
2: Yeah. Yeah. There was
0: a reason why they mentioned a lot of things that they mentioned. And, Mm -hmm. you know, out of nowhere, they're talking about, you know, this shit. So.
2: Yeah, I think he's going to be one of the reasons why uh, they get a lot of these people back. Oh, yeah. I mean, don't say
0: everybody that thinks uh, like all these heroes and stuff are dead, man. (laughs) No, man. Hell no. Before the snap, maybe. But after the snap, No. Yeah. yeah
1: so i can't i can't wait to see how it all turns out man i, I like that meme that was going around with it's bucky being uh frozen and it's like just wake me up when avengers 4 comes out <laughs> <laughs> i don't want to fucking wait
0: just- what's the release <laughs> when are they doing that next summer
1: it's, it's next no next year yeah like next april or early may so it's not all too right, bad. so they're gonna do it
0: around the same time and that's weird for them to come out that's why i thought because it was coming out so quickly i thought it was going to be under the cap moniker you know what i mean you remember how they did Civil War but mm-hmm. Civil War with basically yeah. an Avengers movie? Yeah,
1: yeah. So, yeah, because they filmed these back is, to back. So
2: funny thing that Captain America character is not resigning his uh, his uh, contract anymore. Yeah, a bunch so of I, them are. You know, that, bunch of them. Yeah, yeah. Bunch yeah, them yeah them, so man. I think Cap. I think Cap is done, man, and he's one of my favorite characters there in, in the They're gonna, cinema, someone's, dying. You're gonna someone's dying. Someone's yeah. dying. It's going to be yeah. a, the OG gonna be Avengers.
0: They're not going to be around, and. Uh, yeah. I think Cap is going to be one of them. I, I thought at first like it would be Stark, you know, taking that uh, that sacrifice. But I think you're going to but see. But you know
2: what, bro? Even if Stark is a die, bro, you know he'd come back as an IA or whatever
0: the fuck, like, <laughs> like
3: Friday
2: or whatever. So. Well,
0: you know that just opens it up to okay. So like, if, if, if they continue with, with, with like the comic line, with I think it would be fucking awesome as Bucky taking on the Captain I mean, I don't think yet. Falcon is kid is a strong enough character to pull it off. No, it has because to because Falcon Bucky. became Captain America, in, in one of the in one of the books, you know. No. After and mm-hmm. but Bucky became Cap. You know, I think. But then they were talking about the whole was it the Wolf Silver Wolf, whatever the fuck it was. The White Wolf. White, oh, the White, wolf. White wolf. Now yeah. he's going the White Wolf direction. I'm like, where is that going? You know, I mean, you know, I don't know. And you can see Rhodes taking up. You know, if if Rhodes is still around to take the Iron Man moniker Mm -hmm. up, you know, like he did in the comic, that would be awesome. Also, you know, but is that a strong enough character to carry another trilogy of movies to say? Because it would be the next round, it would be another trilogy of single movies, you know, would yeah, would, would it be it. strong enough to uh, carry on a trilogy.
1: I doubt it just because he's been supporting like in, in these other, you know, in the first three Iron Man films. So I just don't see them going in that direction. Like, I think they'll just end it. Robert Downey Jr., Chris Evans. I think they said Mark Ruffalo. Those three and uh and Chris Hemsworth. So the main four like Avengers, they are not renewed as yeah,
0: far the as old, the first head. wave, yeah. Yeah, so and it sucks pre- that we never gotta see we never got to see our proper Hulk, but I think they did a really good job putting little small Hulk stories in all these mm-hmm. movies, and giving that yep. element, giving exactly. that little bit. And I really think he's gonna have a huge part in the next one. Uh we're we're definitely gonna see a, a smart banner Hulk. You know what I mean? Oh, I, I no, definitely I, so. I think that's going to be the problem. Uh, we may even see him uh, from things that I've been looking online and reading some some rumors that he will have the gauntlet. Mm. So, yeah,
3: I
2: heard that. Too. I don't know if he's
0: taking it from Thanos. or are they are going to use this time traveling thing to go back and get stones from a different reality or they're going to I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. You know, it's, it's it's up in the air, especially with all this time traveling and multiple universe thing. Now, I did hear that, um, you know, it's going to be smart, Hulk. And you can see where they're moving with that it'd be awesome if they did that but i would love to see a mr fix-it storyline that would be awesome too yeah. <laughs> What do was yeah. gray hole unfortunately yeah i don't think we're going to be a gangster <laughs> bouncer uh the <Shylock laughs> Vegas anytime soon yeah but,
1: i would uh, love that though but just because of the rights issues you know you can't get those uh those more personal stories with yeah, the. yeah but you i think they're
0: doing a really good job of what they're doing
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Just incorporating it, you know, in these Avengers films and, and mm-hmm. the way they did it with Thor. You know, they're doing the best they can. With, you yeah, know, I with don't
0: think stuff. Ragnarok would have been as good if fucking Hulk wasn't in it.
1: Yeah, yeah. I agree. Mm-hmm.
0: And they went with the I whole planet. Know. They had the whole Planet Hulk hints, you know, a little, little mm-hmm. homage to the Planet the Hulk nod. stuff.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: So basically yeah. um, what uh, Stark saw in Age of Ultron, that'll pause That's a possibility that might come to fruition when he saw mm-hmm. everybody die.
0: Oh, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. The Scarlet Witch, Witch. The Scarlet Witch,
2: yeah.
3: Head,
0: mm-hmm.
2: That might come into a reality if all these people are out and their contracts are done and they're going to kill off their characters. Basically, Tony Stark is going to see everybody,
0: you know. Yeah, like I don't think they're going to kill them all off, but they'll end it like, you know, retiring and, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and, like we're done, and then, yeah. And then, but look at this. Look at this with Hawkeye now. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Jeremy, Renner? Jeremy, Jeremy Renner. Jeremy Renner. He just signed on to play uh, Twitch Detective Twitch in the new Spawn spinoff.
1: Mm. So
0: he, he's gonna be he's gonna be in that movie. He's gonna be in the new Spawn sp- the new Spawn uh spinoff mo- the new Spawn movie. That yeah, they he he, right he... was.
1: He was one of the guys that said that's not re-signed either. So yeah, like after so, this next one, he's well, done. Do
0: you blame him? <laughs> he never got I mean, any. Fucking he never got re-overs. a shot. Yeah, yeah. he never yeah. really got
1: a good shot. He, you
0: know, I he mean, did. he did. Well, he had plenty of good shots in the movie. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> he was shafted in the first Avengers, being yes. like brainwashed for most of the movie. And is, is I dug he, him in the second one, though so they gave him that little kind of story arc. Yeah, with the, the
0: backstory. The back I think that was them saying, "No, we're gonna we're gonna give you a little bit more. We need to hook on. you yeah. up. Yeah, yeah. I don't think he's someone that could pull his own single. Single, and I don't think Black Willow no. could pull her own movie either. I think, they're I, I that think they're, the that. Yeah, they're I think they're planning that. Yeah, oh, they're planning that. I don't know, man.
1: Yeah. yeah. Like, the, like you said, testing the waters with this Ant-Man and yeah. the Wasp film. This is the first time that a female character has gotten equal billing with a male hero. Like, I, I've well, seen I, that. I before.
0: would say a little bit more because she was she was more more in the movie than or had more things to do in the movie than fucking yeah. Ant-Man. Well, dude, oh, man. yeah.
1: Like Ant-Man. She kicked ass. Like, the character was great. I think mm-hmm. the costume looked good. What they had her doing, like, she was a win, like, for sure. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, turned him but into a thought- schlup. Yeah, but just as
1: far <laughs> yeah. just as far as like just the the billing and the title though. Like, yeah. you know, Ant-Man and the Wasp. And then well, That's why I said Captain it should Marvel. have been the
0: Wasp and the Ant-Man. The Wasp and <laughs> the Ant-Man. Yeah. <laughs>
1: and then um Captain Marvel is going to be uh, the studio's first time that it's uh, actually a you know, a female headlining mm-hmm. a film. And then I guess Black Widow. That's why they're working on Black Widow as well. So yep. So you
0: can you see know. them testing the waters a little bit, yeah. you know? They're really smart over there. They're yeah.
1: taking it taking it in that direction, so you know, it's pretty cool to see, and uh, you know, just can't wait. These guys, I, again, I, I was asking these guys if they thought Ant Man and the Wasp was going to be like another win, and I think this is another win for Marvel, just not on the level of Black Panther and Avengers. But it can't be, it's almost not fair to to put Ant Man, that character, on that type of level. But I feel like the movie was still enjoyable, so another win. And uh, looking forward to what they got coming down with uh, Captain Marvel, and of course, the next Avengers
0: movie. Yeah, they're on, they're on point, man, row, they're man. really on point right now, man. I, and then we got this whole uh uh, the fox merger thing that's you know hopefully that wow. comes about comes yeah. out and that might be the next push for the next wave you know bringing in your your fantastic fours and reintroducing the x men and you know i know you want to wrap up here but you know do you think it's wise for them to start a new x men team or try to pick and choose from the whatever they have already you know what i mean it's really hard you know like how how you know how do you
2: start again how do you, you how know, do with you? When
0: fox failing so so badly with with what's with the the latest X-Men releases, you know, yeah. it's like, you know, and, and you're like, it's finally getting a new cast and it's, it's going in a new direction. And I'm like, but things that I've been reading about the Phoenix movie and I'm just
1: like, yeah, oh, I heard man. it's been bad. Yeah. And I heard they're, like they're, it's been train wreck. <laughs>
0: they're shelving the Fucking new mutants movie because they want to wait to see what the mergers looking like, that mm-hmm. it might come out under the, uh, the Disney moniker. So it's like, like, Oh man, what the fuck? You know, it's, you gotta go and sell shit To fuck everybody up, (laughs) you know what I mean. I was okay with the with the two split Fox and and Disney universes. I was okay with it. I was okay with it. I Mm I made. I've come to terms with it. But
1: I just don't want Marvel Studios to rush and try to like incorporate these characters. Like as soon as this. deal becomes like a done deal and it actually happens they need to take the time to incorporate these characters exactly correctly yeah. and 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 they have to start fresh they can't use these old actors
0: and stuff like yeah oh yeah. Here's, here's, here's yeah here's an idea that i heard that they were kicking around this is of course in the rumor mill with all these youtube videos and whatnot that for fantastic four they're actually going to have the fantastic four take place in the 60s oh wow so oh, you know I'll... how we're talking about how Ant-Man was around in the, in the mm-hmm. early days and how yeah. Shield started, that the whole so Fantastic kinda... Four thing actually starts in the 60s. So that's one way that you don't have to merge it in with the new universe, but it's part of the universe. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like like, you know, being that it's the yeah. 60s. So it would be kind of like a retro, you know, uh, they were uh, heroes were around then type deal. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, but again, that, that it's, would be it's cool. the Internet. It's kind of different. It's different.
1: Yeah. I actually heard something similar with like the mutants um, and and introducing them into the MCU that that they would kind of do it like retroactively, kind of similar to what you just mentioned, Like they like they were going to be like, hey, they were always around. But now like you're just hearing about them and then mm-hmm. they're going to start getting into their backstory. But then it's not going to be like it's a new thing. Like we're just getting mutants now in the, in the universe. Yeah. they are going to try to do work the story like that. They the government's been,
0: been keeping them under wraps. Yeah, they're exactly.
1: You know, and they could stop saying like enhanced and stuff because that's how they kind of get around it now in the in the movies. Now they say I enhanced. would
0: like I would like a Marvel timepiece movie because I like I liked what they did with with Cap, yep. The First mm-hmm. Cap, I always love the first Cap. You know, yeah, uh, I agree. You know, yeah. it, it, to do like a '60s version of that. You know, of like the Fantastic Four. You well, know? I think I think
1: that'd be cool, and you could have like. Yeah, you have the that old school vibe, but you could still have like the the, all the fantastic technology and stuff like that. You know, you
0: know, they're talking with this uh, the the Captain Marvel movie, bringing the Skrulls in.
1: Yeah, Uh, you
0: you bring the Skrulls in. You need the uh, the modern Fantastic Four that could tie in the modern Fantastic Four down the line. I could see them like their big event and their next big event be when the when the the alien invasion, when when the Skrulls come and invade Earth. Yeah. You know, and I mean? also
2: the Captain Marvel movies based solely in the past. Yeah, it, yeah it's, gonna it's be just in the, mostly it's in the just 90s. towards the end of the movie Which that gonna it come could, in. Yeah. Yeah. So. So, you know, it, maybe,
0: maybe their big push for their next their next big uh, final final battle for the for the uh, or final storyline for their next wave will be the, the Kree Scroll War or when the when the scrolls invaded Earth. But that kind of like mm-hmm. feels like what they were trying to do with the first Avengers, with the Shatari. Ch- yeah. You know, I always thought like the Chitari mm-hmm. should have been the Skrulls, you yeah. know, invading the Earth, you know, because if you yeah. remember, you know, the old school comic lines like that. So it would kind of be like, I don't know, too, too, mm-hmm. too repetitive of another alien race, you know, coming in and in, in invading the world. But you you don't want yeah. it to feel
2: like the Avengers all over.
0: Again, yeah, exactly. But, so, yeah. But, you know, it's like that was a huge thing in the comics. Also, you know, or, you I know, think they'll I, get there eventually, eventually, man,
1: especially if they lock up the rights. They'll do it. I think they'll they'll do it proper.
0: What Marvel needs actresses. to do, and this is my opinion, is build stronger villains.
1: For sure, build yeah, more
0: true, stronger, yeah. memorable villains. I think Thanos was the first villain that the I first. could say was memorable. memorable and like, and wow, Loki. he's a villain. I'll give
1: them. I'll give them Loki, yeah, Loki too.
0: was okay, but Loki played the line.
1: And he, yeah, he became an antihero towards mm-hmm. the
0: end. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's yeah, true. Everybody else from all these other movies is like, eh, eh. They yeah, they throwaways. Yeah,
1: throwaways. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, one yeah. and done. Yeah. You know, and you uh, see- i loved it in avengers when we saw a red skull because i like i always had that feeling like man, he didn't look like he died he looked like yeah, he got teleported looked, away you know, and teleported, i'm glad yeah. they followed followed up on that there well
0: so. here's another thing is like if they're done with the captain captain america movies they tie it they tie that loose end mm-hmm. you know what i mean because you always thought that you know red skull will come back again red skull is going to be yep. a villain you know a, a villain of captain america and then like now we know okay now we know what happened to him you know what yeah. I mean. end is done. You know yeah. the nerds are happy. <laughs> yeah. Hard to yeah. do. That's yeah. We can talk do. about this all fucking night, man. <laughs> yeah. yeah. This is what's cool when you <laughs> get some old school comic fans and, and you know and a pre- guys that appreciate the new stuff that's coming out and just Marvel fans in general. Well, yeah good I mean conversation. You, could,
1: you could yeah you could hear it in the conversation the way yeah. we're going back and forth we love this shit, you know <laughs> we could go we could yeah. go all night yeah. like And said. I think we like,
0: just with just three guys right here right now we have more time that we could actually you know when you do a bigger show you can't get your words out of it <laughs> you yeah. know get like,
2: I, like I have no concern about Marvel's future because if they've knocked it out from 2008 to 2018 they've knocked it out of the park yeah. they've done some fantastic yeah. work man
0: 10 years. Man.
2: Ten years bro, so I don't really worry about their future. The only thing is I'll agree with Jose is when it comes to the X Men, is just please take
0: your sweet Do it time. right. Yeah, do yeah, it right. Don't right, just try do to fucking right. throw them in the next big event. Yeah. Please, let's not see fucking and... Wolverine in, in in Avengers Four, please. Eventually yeah. you'll
2: see them all together in a certain yep. type of movie and it'll be fucking phenomenal man.
1: So Yeah. Can't wait to see what they do, man. So, all right. We can start wrapping up on that note. So want to thank you guys for, you know, joining me here on Verbally Challenge. Before we head out, let's just get some where you at. So, Frogman, I'll start with you. At,
2: uh, Eddie Frogman in the Facebook groups. Uh, you can catch me on Plastic Fanatics every now and then. And uh, also on some of the shows on The Realm. Thanks a nice. lot. Thanks for having me. Appreciate
0: it. Yeah, man. No thanks, problem. man. Jose, I had a great time, man.
1: Yeah, no problem. Thank you, Dust. Where can yeah, people can find you at?
0: <laughs> uh Dust Mites on Instagram, Eddie Dust Mites in the Facebook groups. Uh, Enter real Monday nights this week doing the podcast tour. So if you're doing a podcast and you want to guest, I got two more nights. Well, this won't air until Monday. So I won't have any more nights. <laughs> it's <laughs> not live. It's so hard. It's weird when you do live shows all the time. And then when you do like when you do something that's uh not live and, and like when when I do cobra law, I'm like talking like it's like we're talking now. And I'm like, wait a minute, this isn't yeah. another five days. <laughs> you gotta pretend it's last week. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, you know, thanks, thanks for having me on, man. I, I really think that I had enjoyed myself. We had some good conversation going here. I know I kind of took the train different ways here and there, but um, I like to just open up and be myself and be honest when I talk about nostalgic shit, man. So, yeah. and, and oh, it gets it gets you guys thinking and gets the listeners thinking to you know, know different man. times, you know. And I like getting the comments and people hit me up. they like, you know, what you were talking about on that night, it really hit home. I'm like, yeah, man, that's it. We're all the yeah, same. That's right. We're all the same. Yeah, man.
1: Man. Nah, I appreciate it. I appreciate the the memories. So, I thank you. And uh, once again, guys, thank you for being on. As I always say, you guys have an open invite to be on every single episode. So, you thank know. You, thank you. Hope appreciate to have you guys you. back soon. All right. Appreciate it, man. all right i hope you guys really enjoyed that and once again i want to thank dust mites and frogman for hopping on and having a conversation here with me on verbally challenged and i extend that invite to anybody out there listening just as i extended it to them if you're out there listening if you're a listener of the show if you're a friend of mine you're always welcome here to join me in a conversation here on verbally challenged just hit me up you can find me all over social media at and bx that's facebook twitter instagram xbox live and the playstation network all over social media at and bx if you want to follow little bit more of my personal page you can follow me also on instagram at diaz for fitness before we head out guys remember to check out realm of collectors we have a website realm of we're on facebook as a group realm of collectors and we're on instagram at realm of collectors pull up a chair to the cool table it's a hub for like-minded podcasts including enter the realm and breaking the mold mondays and tuesdays respectively on the realm of collectors youtube channel The only show to watch on Saturday nights, Plastic Fanatics, the late night aftercast on Victory Saber 77's YouTube channel. Those three shows are also available in audio format on iTunes and Google Play. The rest of the shows on the cool table are Shattercast Uncut, Nerd Rage Radio, Toy Detox, Stasis Lock, Building Up To It, Fresh Communication, Beer and Bolts' 40K, and 8 Weeks. You can find the cool table on Facebook along with links to all these other great podcasts. All right, guys, that's it. That's the episode. Thank you for the download. Thank you for the stream. Thank you for listening. I really, really appreciate it. We'll be back soon, real, real soon with the next episode. All right. So please take care, stay safe, and peace out.